0: Your grace, God, I need it every day. It's the only thing that ever really makes me want to change. I don't want to abuse Your grace. God, I need it every day.
1: It's the only thing that ever really makes me want to change, yeah. I don't want to abuse Your grace. God.
2: Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. It's the 24th of July in the year of the Lord, 2023. It is, this month has come by fast, guys. Uh, we're halfway through the year, over halfway now. And it's it's been a roller coaster. I mean, we all knew that. Um, they released a new movie this week. Um, the Barbie movie and I did not watch it. Sadly, my daughter did because her best friend, one of her best friends, wanted to see it for her birthday. And I've been looking at some of the reviews just to kind of see. I was like, Well, we'll give it a shot. She didn't, she said it was cheesy corny. But you know, it's it's sad though what they turned Barbie this movie into. Um, Barbie was a legend that many of us women, it looks like we're all us gals here right now live, so I'm glad about that, because you all can understand, I imagine. Barbie's been around for over 60 years, I believe. I know it's over 50. I'm thinking it's like 60 or more. Um, And that was the way that, you know, they took the dolls and made them more usable um, to where you can interchange the clothes and do their hair and so it was something that girls could relate to and give them practice on and and it's really just um, a way to work on their imagination because we know creativity comes with the use of imagination and thinking outside the box and not just following Um, as Uncle Ted says, the sheep. Meh. They understand that. Um, it was a video that resurfaced of Uncle Ted, um, from 2020, 2021. It was hilarious. And, you know, they, they took this movie and I am not a hundred percent certain who the transgender is but there's a transgender in there, you know, because they have to be politically correct and it's all about deception. Deception from evil, deception from Hollywood. Hollywood has been deceiving generations since at least the early 1900s um, when they started film and film really took off um, you know, they did it with Judy Garland um, there were many, many child stars. Look at uh, Shirley Temple. You know, she was one that as a child actress who knows what happened to that little girl. And there's a lot of celebrities. Britney Spears. Um, Shannon Doherty. Uh, think about some of those that was in Little House on the Prairie. Now, I, I don't believe Michael Landon was was one of the corrupt ones. But Little House on the Prairie, which is a show that I think everybody here in this room has at least heard of. I don't know many people that that don't, um, and hasn't at least heard of Little House on the Prairie at some point in time. And there were so many different child actors and actresses that their parents, you know, they would see it. And they would see that's where the spotlight is. That's where the money is. That's where all the talk is and so they wanted their children to do that because why it seemed like it was easy money right and it's not always easy money and anytime money seems to be easy it's not good um, generally you know because you don't get I mean the only thing that you get for free is your redemption by Jesus and that still isn't free because you have to admit and believe and confess. Confess your sins. Confess that He is Lord. Believe that He arose from the dead and accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. And so this morning after that, you know, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit because it was something that was just weighing on me a little bit. And This, I know this show isn't about me. It's definitely not. This show is about Jesus and about um, spreading the word and just getting to have that fellowship that uh, many of us will not only just need but we want so many people are craving that connection right now. And there's a lot of people that just can't. Um, they may not be able to read the Bible. They may not be able to see the words anymore or they may just like hear an audio. So that's why I do this show. And that was something that had been, um, you know, it's in the news, especially with the sound of freedom. And, you know, we, I don't know what's going on with, um, what's his name? I can't even think of his name right now. Um, Millie Guy. Goodness gracious, I'm sorry, guys. My brain is not all with me. I have not finished my caffeine for the morning to start with. Tim ba- Jim Ballard Tim Ballard Thank You Sherbird I knew it would come like I just needed a, a hint Tim Ballard and Jim Caviezel so Tim Ballard you know there's some um, some controversy going around on The masonry stuff and then they released that ID chip in Georgia, which was funded by the Masonic Lodge which in the South, I don't know about the North so much because I haven't had a lot of experience with going to those different places to where I noticed or remembered that I noticed. Um, But in the South, we have a lot of the Masonic lodges. They're all over. Like, every town at least has one. And I'm not saying good or bad. You know, I think that some many of the people, the lower level people, the ones that are just there to... We have a lot of Christians. It's also Bible Belt. So I think that some of them are also, you know, manipulated and just trying to to help the community. And so those are the ones, you know, we also have to to give some grace, but be aware and be discerning about it. And like it says in so- um, Proverbs, wisdom is the beginning of knowledge. And so we should desire the wisdom from the Lord. But that was just something with the Barbie movie and the Sound of Freedom It's a great compare and contrast with what the industry wants to promote Versus what alternative media wants to promote And I saw something I haven't been online much lately I don't know What it has been I don't know if it's a feeling that I'm getting that I need to just detach some from the internet I love you guys. Um, it has nothing to do with anyone. It's just that, you know, with with farm and homestead, and right now it's our peak growing season, and so there's a lot that we're you know trying to to focus on, and and get done because it's almost like a nesting feeling. You remember when you're going into into your third semester of pregnancy and some women it happens in the second they get that nesting and they want everything ready and they want it ready right then and that's how that's how i've kind of felt um even you know since being back from bards fest um when we come back from there in june it just seemed like Yeah, some scripture, my thoughts, yeah, the, the caffeine is, it's being needed. I, I'm more of a, a soda person. I'll, I like coffee every now and then, it, depending on what, how it is. I like the, I'm like little Red. I like the gourmet coffees. Um, I'm a little bougie that way. I like a little coffee with my sugar. But, uh, back to that, you know, it's just so much going on in our world that we have to um, we have to be prepared and part of that preparation is being able to survive without having to rely on the internet I my thoughts and my my it's really just my thoughts and just that God tuition that you get but it's feeling like You know, God is prepping us. He's prepping this remnant for a reason. And it would be foolish. It would be like, you know, whenever they were going through the seven-year famine, if Joseph wouldn't have prepared, then they would have starved, you know? Joseph also kept his family alive when his brothers tried to kill him. so that was that time of preparation that the lord told jeremiah or jeremiah we're going into jeremiah but told joseph that he needed to do i hope i'm not mixing that up i think it was, it was joseph right son of jacob My memory's getting better every day, but sometimes it plays tricks on me to keep me sharp. But I think that's who it was. I am not, um, uh, Joseph. Yes. Thank you, Little Red. I appreciate that. You know, I'm, I'm learning just like everybody else, and I don't want to memorize. I want to be able to apply. And like that, you know, I was able to apply. Like if, Joseph hadn't prepared. And if we don't prepare, we're going to be last. And I, I don't, I don't dread the future. I don't dread what may come. I don't fear it because we have our God, we have Jesus and we would be doing him a big disservice if we feared anything except for having fear of the Lord. And that's what God tells us. We should have fear of the Lord, because if we don't follow what he tells us and we go on our own path. Well, things aren't good. And just like the people in Jeremiah's time, you know, Jeremiah came to warn them. Just like how with Gomorrah, God told him, he said, look, if you could find just 10 people in Sodom. Oh, was it Sodom? In Sodom. If you could find ten people in that whole town then I'll spare it. But there wasn't. There wasn't ten people that were good. And so, you know, now we're seeing that here. Um, although there are more than ten people that are good. We have at least eight or nine of them here in this this chat right now. You know, and so we know that we have that opportunity, but if we're not careful, and it may not be our generation, it may not be our children's generation. It could be our grandchildren and great-grandchildren, depending on, you know, where you're at in your life and your age and stuff like that, health-wise. If, if we're not preparing, then we're wasting our talents. We're wasting those gifts. We're wasting that opportunity and opportunities don't come around. So, uh, you know, opportunities that are this great, this big, don't come around every day. And so we've got to step in and step up to be that remnant. And there's so many that are here. And just like I said, on the unplugging, song scripture, my thoughts and Tam and and everybody in here, definitely, um, Sherbird, we're agreeing that you have to unplug. You have to be able to separate, even though, I mean, we love each other. We do. We have that Maybe not the love like we have for our children, and and some of us may not even have that love like we have for our immediate household, and that's okay. But we have that brotherly, sisterly love that Christ was preaching about, we have that, which is beautiful, but we can't rely on what I mean, we just can't. Because we're so far apart, so many of us. I know, like, Laura Lee and Tam are kind of closer together. And many of us are. Um, at least within, you know, a driving distance for a day trip or something to be able to get to at least one other person in Barnes Nation. Because we are, I mean, except for maybe the Northeastern people. Um, and, and California, you guys, that state. I think it, I mean, it really for on the length north to south is much longer than like Texas is wide, but California is not as wide as Texas by no means. Texas is big, you could fit like a good fourth of the United States into Texas, and there's something big with Texas with along with the the pipeline and stuff like that. There's some big stuff with Texas, just like I feel like there is with South Carolina. South Carolina um, was one of the first states that seceded from the Union um, prior to the Civil War. And so, you know, these are states that have led big, big events in history just like, um, Texas, you know, and so we've got to work, one of our members, and I'm hoping to get her on soon, um, some of my interviews just aren't working out, and it's very difficult because I cannot get Zoom to push through, um, Podbean, it just won't do it for me, and so, um, I am hoping to get her on, Lil Red knows her and is fortunate enough to have her in her state of Florida. But this girl has been a woman, not girl. She's a grown woman. She has been fighting school boards um, with the, the pornographic books in elementary schools and in the community. And she is one of many that in her county, their county is one of the eight in Florida that are banning and working on banning the mRNA shot, the clot shot, you know, the one that's everybody's dying suddenly from, but no one wants to admit what it's from. The Pfizer I saw, they're getting in some pretty good trouble now. And and though I hate devastation, um, especially from weather and people that lives are lost just because they're trying to earn an income. But, you know, there comes a time where you've got to draw a line on what you're willing to sacrifice your morals for versus not. And Pfizer has been in the news so much that anyone that's still working for them, what happens from God is what happens from God. And the Pfizer plant that was in North Carolina that got hit, while I'm sad that, you know, lives were lost and, and homes were lost, I feel that God, just like with Sodom and Gomorrah, and just like Moab, and Ammon, and Babylon, God will, He will act on His time. It's not our time. We may want Him to act right now. I do. I would love if God would just go ahead and punish all the pedophiles, all of those that are trafficking and harming His children. Because they're his children, just like we are. We're his children. But we don't, we don't have that control. So we have to, we, we pray, and we fight, just like she's doing, you know, she's, I'm so proud of her for doing that. I'm not gonna call her out, but, um, it's been an awesome thing to see. And so many others are, you know, with Douglas. Douglas is doing his show. And he's doing it seven days a week. I think now, that's commitment, guys. Seven days a week, not a day off like Duncan does, and Jeff and Conley, and Scott was for a very long time. Um, man, Scott was doing so many shows a day. I remember. Um, who's filling in for Duncan? I've missed. I've missed a lot because I unplugged. I know he made it. Duncan made it to Kentucky, which was great. Did Jeff fill in, or Conley, or oh D- uh, Douglas? Conley. Okay, that's all. See, Conley's a good brother. Um, it's great to have people that will will work together, and and help one another. You know. Duncan and Livin, if y'all don't know, got a place in Kentucky. I, Livin's not there yet. Um, they're getting married. And we're gonna have a reception and stuff at Bard's Fest, Kansas. Which is coming up in like two months, guys. Um, details will be coming out as soon as I can get them out to you on that. And Scott's getting them out. Um. There's just, like I said, it's, there's, it's a busy time right now. i trying to get everything planned and organized and somehow God just pulls them all together. But if you don't know, Bards Fest in Kansas and for Kansas starts Wednesday, September 20th. And it's going to run through, um, the 24th or 23rd on the schedule. But, um, If I were you guys, because the 23rd is going to go later into the evening, I would plan on staying till Sunday. That way you guys can uh, actually get to see everything. There's hymns on the hill on Saturday night. Um, it's an annual thing that's held up on Matt Kloffer's farm. And so that is going to be really neat to see. I love hymns. Um, I don't know all of them, just because, um, when I, when they were still doing the traditional hymns in church, I was young. Um, so, I, I was paying attention more to the other stuff. I mean, I know there's some of the traditional ones, but there's, there's a lot of hymns. So, I'm excited for that. That was your favorite hymn? And thank you for posting that link in there. Um, if you guys need info on Telegram um, for Bards Fest, you can go to bardsfm.com. And then our Telegram channel is um, slash bards, B A R D S Fest, F E S T 2023. And with that, guys, I need to dive. Oh, she said with her mom, Tabernacle and Tent Revivals. See, I have not, I've seen the the revivals, the tent revivals. We have, there's a lot of them in this area, especially Pickens County, where Trump was at. Um, we still have them here. They do week-long ones. Um, big revivals, tent revivals. But I just haven't, I haven't went. Um, just like there's a black church, guys, I'm not racist. It's a black church. That's what it is. Um, right down the road from me that I've been wanting to go. But, I've been a little nervous and, um, a little timid about going. But, I love the soul music. I love the heart, the passion that you feel out of those churches. You don't, it's just a difference, you know. Um, and so it just, Man, I love it. It's, it's great. So I'm going to have to get down there to that. Yeah, Sarah was going to go with me when we were down here and I chickened out. That was also during all the stuff with COVID and, um, the summer of love, you know. And with all the tensions, they really did good at trying to divide people. All the, the tensions, um against the, the racial divide. It's been pretty bad, so. Um, I am going to go, though. I'm going to go. I'm going to pray on it. and going to go. But we had some birthdays. Murfed, um, happy, happy birthday, girl. Um, I'm sorry I missed it. and didn't get to tell you on that day, but we're going to celebrate you. And this is going to be for you and Emily. I don't I love I love celebrating birthdays. It's just I don't know. I I like to celebrate people anyway. And so I just I enjoy it. I, I think it's just really fun. So with that I'm going to give you a song.
1: I will show this in it. We'll Win!
2: Okay, Pivotara. Okay, that one didn't sing. I thought that was the right one. I'm sorry. I think this is... Okay. Here's your Swedish chef. Happy birthday. Yeah, there's a couple million... Oh, in- they're and- the making a puff of corn.
1: Oh, making a puff of corn. They're ready to say they're to- oh. oh, the puff of the corn sticking in the margarita. You stick in the book, you're gonna see, in the oven, you see, oh, I'm gonna in the one, two, three. Mm-hmm. You're
2: happy birthday ladies and it looks like um, we have another birthday song scripture in my thoughts when was your birthday the 13th happy belated birthday to you and chris's birthday was the same day as my daughter's or um mod chris their birthdays were the 18th So, we got some July babies up in here. Happy birthday to you guys. Um, I just love celebrating birthdays. All right. So, now we need to dive into some scripture, guys, because after all, it's Sister on Scripture, and I ain't even got into any scripture yet. So, we're going to start. We're um, in Jeremiah 49 today. Uh, When we left off. the last time. I know I was not here last week, and my apologies, but um, I had a chance to go see my daughter in North Carolina at Fort Bragg, and so um, I wanted to go see her and just soak up that time with her. Um, we got a, a stall on their move to Alaska until at least March, so I'm very, I'm happy about that. They're sad about it. But, um so, I, I got to spend some time with her. Thank you, Tam, for posting for me. I'm really bad about that stuff. I could post about all kinds of other things, but I forget on those. So, thank you, Tam, for keeping me straight. But we left off um, with a prophecy against um, Moab on the last one. And, you know, he's telling them how, you know, a stronghold's been shattered. That he's he's shattering it because it's not gonna be, they're not doing the Lord's work. They're being negligent. They're, you know, worshipping false gods and making sacrifices um, to what, ironically, is the queen. Uh, so, how about that, you know? And we know how the crown is, so. Um, but he's gone through in Jeremiah's, you know, they're thinking he's crazy. They're, they're really upset with him, but he's still, he's, he's telling them all these things and they don't want to hear it. They're just like, "Mm -mm, you're crazy. Ain't listening to you. We're doing this. So chapter 49, this is NASB 1977 edition. Concerning the sons of Ammon, thus says the Lord, does Israel have no sons, or has he no heirs? Why then has Malcolm taken possession of Gad, and his people settled in its city, cities? Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, that I shall cause a trumpet blast of war to be heard against Rabbah of the sons of Ammon, and it will become a desolate heap, and her towns will be set on fire. Then Israel will take possession of his possessor, possessors, says the Lord. Wail, O Heshbon, for I has been, and I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Ironically, it's AI, has been destroyed. Cry out, O daughters of Rabbah, gird yourselves with sackcloth and lament, and rush back and forth inside the walls for Malcolm will go into exile together with his priest and his princes. How boastful you are about the valleys! Your valley is flowing away, O backsliding daughter who trusts in her treasures, saying, Who will come against me? Behold, I am going to bring terror upon you, declares the Lord God of hosts, from all directions around you, and each of you will be driven out headlong with no one to gather the fugitives together. But afterward, I will restore the fortunes of the son of Ammon, declares the Lord. Concerning Edom, thus says the Lord of hosts, Is there no longer any wisdom in Taman? Has good counsel been lost to the prudent? Has their wisdom decayed? Flee away, turn back, dwell in the depths, O inhabitants of Dedan. For I will bring the disaster of Esau upon him. At the time, I punish him. If grape-gatherers came to you, would they not leave gleanings? If thieves came by night, they would destroy only until they had enough. But I have stripped Esau bare. I have uncovered his hiding places, so that he will not be able to conceal himself. health. Aye. Thank you, little red. She's still in for Jeff this morning on my pronunciations. Isn't it ironic though that it says AI? They named artificial intelligence AI. And I'm just into chat for a second. I've missed you guys. Yeah, Emily guys, for those of y'all who have not met Emily's sister, Emily is a firecracker. Like, this lady gets around, her and her sister. They're wonderful sisters in Christ. I was so honored to be able to meet her and give her a hug and have lunch with her um, and her sister. And this lady gets, I mean, she would run circles around me and I thought I was getting it, you know, but... Emily Lou for 71, girl. You doing the thing. Love you, girl. Okay. So, 49. We're gonna start back at 10. 49, 10. But I have stripped. East Tim, you need to send me your birthday because I don't have yours. I know I don't have yours. His offspring... Oh, sorry. I'll go back at the beginning. But I have stripped Esau bare. I have uncovered his hiding places so that he will not be able to conceal himself. His offspring has been destroyed along with his relatives and his neighbors, and he is no more. Okay, I saw. It's Tam's birthday in August? We're gonna narrow it down, guys. We'll figure it out. We gonna figure it out, Tam. August 14th. Hey, that was my um that was that's my sister in law's birthday too. Uno momento, por favor. I am writing down her. I'm putting it on my calendar. That's what I do. I put those on my calendar. So then my calendar tells me. Yep, it's my sister in law Rachel's birthday. That's added. Now we'll get back to scripture. Leave your orphans behind, I will keep them alive, and let your widows trust in me. For thus says the Lord, Behold, those who were not sentenced to drink the cup will certainly drink it. And are you the one who will be completely acquitted? You will not be acquitted, but you will certainly drink it. For I have sworn by myself, declares the Lord, that Basra will become an object of horror, and I. Oops, sorry, an object of horror, a reproach, a ruin, and a curse, and all its cities will become perpetual ruins. I have heard a message from the Lord, and an, an envoy is sent among the nations, saying, Gather yourselves together and come against her and rise up for battle. For behold, I have made you small among nations, despised among men. As for the terror of you, the arrogance of your heart has deceived you. Oh, you who live in the clefts of the rock, who occupy the height of the hill. And the hill there is also called a, um, a tell, T-L-L. It's like a landmass, usually a mound or something. Though you make your nest as high as an eagle's, I will bring you down from there, declares the Lord. And Adam will become an object of horror. Everyone who passes by it will be horrified and will hiss at all its wounds. Like the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah with its neighbors, says the Lord, no one will live there, nor will a son of man reside in it. Behold, one will come up like a lion from the thickets of Jordan of the Jordan against a perennially watered pasture. For in an instant, I shall make him run away from it. And whoever is chosen, I shall appoint over it. For who is like me and who will summon me into court? And who then is is the shepherd who can stand against me? Little Red, that sounds like my husband. She says, I love birthdays. The alternative is not nearly as much fun. Now, my husband likes to say, um, he he doesn't care how old he gets. Because as long as he's still having birthdays, it, it beats the alternative. It's like, if you stop having birthdays, then you got a problem. It's like, yeah, you know, you do. Because if you stop having a birthday, you're dead. Although that's, I mean, we know we're going to be in heaven with God, so... But yeah, it's definitely better than the alternative. 4920. Therefore, hear the plan of the Lord which he has planned against Edom and His purf- purposes which he has purposed against the inhabitants of Taman. Surely they will drive them off, even the little ones of the flock. Surely he will make their pasture desolate because of them. (laughs) Lord said, bigger birthday cakes. I like it. I like that one for real. The earth has quaked at the noise of their downfall. There is an outcry. The noise of it has been heard at the Red Sea. Behold, he will melt up and swoop like an eagle and spread out his wings against Basra and against the hearts of the mighty men of Edom in that day will be like the heart of a woman in labor. we know what that's like. Concerning Damascus, Hamath and Arpad are put to shame, for they have, they have heard bad news. They are disheartened there is anxiety by the sea it cannot be calmed damascus has become helpless she has turned away to flee and panic has gripped her distress and pangs have taken a hold of her taken hold of her like a woman in childbirth how the city of praise has not been destroyed oopsie sorry how the city of praise has not been deserted the town of my joy Therefore her young men will fall in her streets, and all the men of war will be silenced in that day, declares the Lord of hosts, and I shall set fire to the wall of Damascus, and it will devour the fortified towers of Benadot. Concerning Hadar and the kingdom of Hazor, which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, defeated, thus says the Lord, Arise! Go up to Kadar and devastate the men of the east. They will take away their tents and their flocks, they will carry off for themselves their tent, their tent curtains, all their goods, and their camels, and they will call out to one another, terror on every side. Run away, flee, dwell in the depths, O inhabitants of Hazor, declares the Lord. For Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has formed a plan against you and devised a scheme against you. Arise, go up against a nation which is at ease, which lives securely, declares the Lord. It has no gates or bars. They dwell alone, and their camels will become plunder, and the multitude of their cattle for booty. And I shall scatter to all the winds those who cut the corners of their hair. And I shall bring their disaster from every side, declares the Lord. And Hazor will become a haunt of jackals, a desolation forever. No one will live there, nor will a son of man reside in it. That which came as the word of the Lord to Jeremiah the prophet concerning Elam, Elam, at the beginning of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts Behold I am going to break the bow the bow of Elam the finest of their might and I shall bring upon Elam the four winds from the four ends of heaven and I sh- and shall scatter them to all these winds and there will be no nation to which the outcast of Elam will not go so I shall shatter Elam before their enemies and before those who seek their lives and I shall bring calamity upon them even my fierce anger declares the Lord, and I shall send out the sword, the sword after them, until I have consumed them. Then I shall set my throne in Elam, and I shall destroy out of it king and princes. Declares the Lord. But it will come about in the last days that I shall restore the fortunes of Elam. Declares the Lord. And that wraps up chapter forty-nine. Um, Thursday we're gonna pick up on the Prophecy Against Babylon, chapter fifty. That one, we're just gonna cover that one on Thursday because um, it is a lengthy, a very lengthy chapter. Um Yeah, there's like forty-six verses. So, we're gonna do that Thursday. Um, plus it's very applicable to what we're going through now. So, we'll discuss that as well. Um, does anyone have any prayer requests? I wanna find a little short, um, thing to play real quick to give us a little bit of time to get prayer requests in. And so that way it's not completely silent. Although we got the silence now because my phone just shut itself down from where I was at. right, we'll try this one. No, that one's short. I told y'all it going to be short. Oh, well, we're still celebrating birthdays. Um. So, as for Bards Fest, Mervette asked a good question. She asked if, um, she said, do you think there will be a Bards Fest in Portland still or near West Coast again soon? If you can't say, I understand. Um, Portland, we're still trying to get something organized there. I don't, I don't, I don't know um, on Portland. But I do know that he's trying to, Scott's trying to get something still on the West Coast. And we are looking into something somewhere else as well. I'm not going to say where. I don't want to get. Okay, she put in a request for substitute for the October dates. Um, I'm not sure I don't want to say exactly where and get hopes up yet, but there are um, there is another place for sure that we're looking at working on. And I know Scott has said something um, about some others. So we're just praying on it and seeing what the Lord opens up. Sherbert, I got your prayer request for your kids. Anyone else have any prayer request? Oh, Tam rain. Yes, Tam. Our area, Texas, just is not getting any rain much. Not enough to account for anything. Because, I mean, you can't have just one big heavy rain. You need several lighter showers. So that way the, the ground actually absorbs um, the water. You know, otherwise it's just going to run out. And for some reason, I lost my mouse. Amarillo is green and beautiful, and we have their dirt. Tur- <laughs> <laughs> you get the leftover stuff that runs downhill. I guess if you will join me in prayer Heavenly Father thank you for this space together and worship um, to be able to work together to understand your word and understand how we can apply it today so that way we can not be negligent and we can do your work father there's a lot of things right now that we're seeing and that weighs on our hearts. And, and though we try to not be fearful or have anxiety, sometimes it's still tough, even though you know we try to remind ourselves of Philippians and we try to remind ourselves of other scriptures and passages and verses and that you've given us, Father, to, to go by. But sometimes it's still hard for our flesh to accept and, and to allow. So, Father, for anyone and everyone that is that's struggling to have that, that peace of knowing that you're going to deliver and that you're going to use us to do your work. And that if we just ask for it with a, a compassionate, meaningful loving heart that you're going to give it to us but we have to ask because you know what's in our heart so often we don't ask and so father we're we're asking now for prayers for tam for her area to get rain but not a heavy rain father we want a steady good rain that doesn't flood but allows the soil to really absorb all of that moisture all of that That water that you give, without people having the farmers having to water so much, and and so many people that are in droughts that depend on that water, not just here in America, not just in Texas, but worldwide. There's there's rivers drying up. The Euphrates is drying up, and we know that's a sign. We've seen those and and read those signs that you told us to watch for. But Father, we're we're trying to be that remnant. We're trying to be the ones that can lift others up and bring them back to you, because Father, some of them, they've gotten lost, that that one sheep that was lost, because we didn't go after it. Now there's more than one out of the herd, and we've got to get them corralled back in, corralled back into you, into your loving arms, into your embrace, Father, because that's that's their future. That's their eternity. Our time here on this earth is is finite, but we're, it's infinite with you. Father, it's, we have eternity with you. If we just do those ABCs, if we just accept and believe and confess, Father, you will forgive us. You will ex- re- allow us to repent for our sins and allow us to be redeemed because the blood on the cross says so because Jesus sacrificed himself for that for sharper for her children father we pray for them and and many of our children that are are graduating high school and not quite sure what they want to do Billy and Franny um, Charlotte's children they're struggling with their future after high school and so we, we lift Billy and Franny up to you father that you will guide them that you will let them in the the path that they're to be on, whether it's college, whether it's going right into the workforce, whether it's doing something on their own. Father, just guide them. Use those gifts and talents through them. Show them what you've given them to work with, and then use them, Father, to do your work. For Peyton and, and Mackay, who are lost sheep, who are so close to returning father I pray for the return of those lost sheep for the return of all the lost sheep and father for us the remnant who is being strong and courageous I pray for the continued strength in their hearts and their minds to be resilient to fight through all of the evil that's trying to weigh them down that's trying to To make them feel like they can't accomplish something because that there, that deception by evil is what stops so many from doing your work, father. But we're declaring it right now that those chains that were holding us back, those chains that made us feel like we couldn't do that work that you give us, that we're not worthy, that we're not good enough. We don't have that skill, father. We are breaking that chain. We're saying no more. We are saying we are yours and we know we're yours. So we know we have purpose. You woke us up today, Father. So you have meaning for us today and each day that you wake us up, Father. So use us, God. Use us to do your work. Use us like you used Joseph. Use us like you used Jeremiah. Use us like you used David and so many others, Father, like Esther and like Sarah. And Father, just use us let us be humble and, and come to you and ask for you to show us if we don't know what that path is. So many of us don't, Father. We've been programmed by society to think one way and to do one thing. And, and Father, we, we put you in a box, but now we open that box. We tear it open like a Christmas gift and we say no more. You're free, Father. We are free to work in our lives. You're free to work in the lives of our brothers and sisters and our family. We're not going to contain you in a box. You can't be contained in a box, so no longer will we try. Father, for all of those here listening live and listening later, whatever need they have, I ask, Father, with all of us here in agreement that you bless them, that you meet those needs, give them those resources and give them the clarity of their minds to have that wisdom to know what is good and what is bad, Father, because everything from You is good. Everything from evil is bad. Father, most importantly, we thank You for Jesus. We thank You for the ability for us to repent, for us to be able to claim Him as ours, as our Lord and Savior, and to be able to be washed by the blood of that Lamb to have our sins forgiven, though we are not worthy. We have that mercy that we're given, the grace that we're given to be saved. So, Father, thank you for that. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And, Father, we lift up song scripture, my thoughts husband, as well. For his left knee pain, we we are declaring his knee be healed by you. And I'm also gonna put in one for my husband, Father. He's been working hard, but his body is is sore and tired. He's got some arthritis going on. So I pray, Father, that that you relieve him of that, that joint pain and and issues that he's having. Amen. We'll get that one in there for you, darling. Never too late to pray. Yeah, our husbands, you know, they they work hard. And and they provide. And, it's, and we need those men. You know, we need those men to teach the younger generations. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not mean to hit that. Alright, so I'm gonna be back. Um, I don't think I'm gonna have the evening show tonight. Um, just because I'm still trying to get stuff in the garden and that, that evening time, that seven o'clock time for me, um, is finally when I can get back out. Um, so I may... I don't want to move the time on that one, but we're either going to have to pause. I'll have to do some pre-records or something for that, just for the time being. Um, It's just very hard. And You guys know. um, Yeah, we'll pray on it. Thank you, Tam. I don't want to, but, you know, it's when you've got this humidity and the heat and you're trying to grow, I'm fighting the bugs as it is. Roly polies are not fun anymore. As kids, great. As adults, they're awful. They're eating on all of my stuff. That and slugs. So I'm getting out there today attacking them. Um, Putting out some diatomaceous earth and uh, some uh, nemol. And I'm gonna hopefully eradicate those, because I have a gorgeous tomato that is bigger than the biggest Washington apple I've ever seen. And I noticed last night, I was shining a flashlight, because I go out, you know, any person with tomatoes is gonna go out at night and check those tomatoes, because, you know, that's when all the insects come out to get on them. And, these little boogers, oh my goodness got into it, and I was so upset, because we've been growing this one tomato for a little while on stock. And it's an Abe Lincoln tomato, and it's just enormous. I really didn't want it to get that big, because it takes so much longer for them to ripen if they do, and that length of time on the vine is more time that a bug's gonna get it, or can't get it. And so I tried not to, um, I don't like them on there that long. Alright guys, I've got a song for you guys. It's a three minute song, and Wilson, Living Water. I pray you all have a wonderful, blessed day. Don't overheat, guys. It's gonna be another hot, humid one. Um, So, stay inside midday. Stay hydrated. It's very important to stay hydrated right now. With this heat, if you need anything, Reach out if you don't have an air conditioner or fan, or or need some assistance. Let us know. Reach out. We're here to help. Okay. Don't be ashamed. Reach out. And with that, I leave you with this song. God bless.
0: This goes out to every outcast, to the just don't quite fit in every wrong way runaway rebel so ashamed of where you've been this goes out to every searcher trying to fill that empty space well your searching days are over now everything's about to change Sweet forgiveness song Come and join the Jesus people This is where your heart belongs